This you just don't get, huh? Lord, let me know if you got us. Preaching about profit. It ain't no one man can stop us. Bow down to a goddess. Bow down to a goddess. Bow down to a goddess. It ain't no one man can stop us. Bow down to the goddess. Goddess. Got it. Goddess. Got it. Hello and welcome to the Strong Women Power Half Hour, your podcast to empower, encourage, and enlighten you on your path through womanhood. I'm your host and women's empowerment specialist, Kelly Hickey, director of Strong Woman Co., a company devoted to empowering women to be their strongest, happiest, and healthiest selves. You can check us out uh, at strongwomenco.com for our programs, kits, and uh, other things that we have, uh, including our empowerment jewelry. And sorry to anyone who went there in the last several days to strongwomenco.com and saw that our site was suspended. Apparently, there were so many visits to the site in March that we used up our allotted server usage. Who knew? (laughs) But we are back up now and roaring to go with some super cool things coming up uh, in the coming months for you. Uh, Of course, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram for your daily inspiration and join us on our free Facebook tribe. And I'll put those links in the show notes. And I have to say, I'm so grateful uh, to be able to shoot out those those messages of love and hope and inspiration and reality and uh, encouragement on the Facebook and Instagram um, feeds um, because it's just it's just a real honor to be able to do work in that way. Uh, it's it, I love doing that every day, but particularly right now when I know so many of us. Um, are dealing with some really challenging times. Uh, all of us, I guess, are dealing with some real challenging times. I've got some uh, super cool things coming up for you. Uh, one thing I have bubbling up that's been bubbling for uh, maybe a couple of years now, and I'm still very protective over it. I don't want to say too much about it, but it looks like it's going to be a six-week course um, in topics and knowledge that uh, I think you're really, really going to dig and get a lot from. Uh, and besides that, I'm also cooking up a workbook for you. This is the workbook that I wish existed, like so many of the programs and kits and everything that um, uh, Strong Woman Co. does put out, uh, including our corporate workshops. These are things that I wish already existed, so then I I create them. (laughs) And this workbook is um, going to help you get your ideas and your feelings organized. It's a workbook that's called Getting Grounded in a Pandemic. And it's going to help you, uh, you know, figure out and understand things you're angry about. Um, the think about like what you're, you're grateful for. Um, thinking about, you know, uh, letting go of what you're grieving, and and you know all the things that we need to to kind of uh, have our feet more firmly planted on the ground, so we can feel more connected, more grounded, and uh, more capable. In, uh, of, of continuing on, to moving forward, for being there for the people in our lives, being there uh, for ourselves. But follow us on Facebook and Instagram uh, for all updates on that. I'm hoping to get that in a week or 10 days, but those things will manifest as fast as time, energy, inspiration, and good mental health <laughs> will allow. So uh, before we get into the topic of the show, which is, of course, uh, up, down, and sideways, having all the feels, um, and I will say shout out to the Strong Woman Co. Tribe for helping me decide on that title. 
I just threw it out to the um, uh, tribe. Uh, I, I gave them that was the choice number one, up, down, and sideways, having all the feels. And choice number two was if you're not overwhelmed, you're not paying attention. <laughs> And uh, people like this title a little more, um, uh, but the, the sentiment is kind of the same, um, that we are all uh, feeling overwhelmed, and, um, and that's okay. And I just want to make sure uh, that you understand uh, you, some of the, your feelings that you're having and also um, how, how natural and normal and healthy uh, so many of them are. So before we get into that uh, topic of the show, Let's take our usual three breaths to get settled and grounded. I'm just going to take a little sip of my tea. And we'll just take a couple of nice, easy breaths. Close your eyes if you can. Being able to find a little bit of peace in the chaos of the day is very, very useful and very valuable. My tongue is a little tied today. All right, so we are pulling those shoulders away from your ears, relaxing your jaw, relaxing your eyebrows, relaxing your neck, your hands, your feet. We're going to take a nice, easy breath in through our nose. Hold. And nice and powerful out through your nose. A couple of easy breaths now. And we're going to breathe in again. Breathing in the cool oxygen into our beautiful lungs. Hold for a moment. Let out through your mouth. A couple of easy breaths here. Notice how your body is already a little bit calmer. Now we're going to notice anywhere on your body that's holding tension. And you can tell that part of your body that it's okay, that you're safe, and give a little bit of love to that part of you. Now let's collect our whole selves any traces that we've left of ourselves elsewhere, we're gonna gather on up, pull in to our big, beautiful hearts. You are whole, you are here. Nice big breath in through the nose and hold. And then out with a sigh. Well, that always feels better, right? Remember, you can 
do that for yourself at any time when you're feeling overwhelmed or stressed or hectic or manic or any of the things that you're feeling. Feel this peace. You can always come back here. All right. Let's do this. Yes, uh, you probably guessed. I have not found the external hard drive with my uh, sound effects yet. <laughs> so uh, we'll just use that for now. But let's get to the into the topic of the show. So, uh, this topic, uh, I was really feeling, um, all the feels, uh, this week myself, uh, that's for sure. I can think of, uh, at least two separate meltdowns I had. Um, and then, uh, l like my, uh, kind of, uh, my own experiences, I do find that, um, I, 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 after doing the work I have been doing, I am plugged into uh, a lot, a lot of people are feeling. And so I was feeling it, and then I saw so many people in my feed, uh, it talks with my clients, my friends, um, that everybody was just uh, just feeling all the feels. And uh, I love that saying all the feels because it's so, it's illustrative. It's not just happy, it's not just sad, it's not just frustrated, it's not just angry, it's, it's everything. And um, uh, I just wanted to be able to uh, kind of acknowledge uh, what, what we are feeling to, to help you feel more sane, to help you feel uh, that, you know, uh, all your feelings are completely understandable and expected and, um, you know, even predictable with uh, what we are dealing with right now. But before I really get into uh, that show, I just got to give a huge shout out to uh, to everybody who is working so hard and putting themselves at risk and um, uh, doing everything they can to help us to get past this uh, outbreak and pandemic. So I want to give a shout out specifically to frontline workers. Um, you know, I think that doctors and nurses are often acknowledged, probably not acknowledged enough, but more acknowledged than the cashiers or the shelf people or, you know, those folks that, you know, they, they often don't have their protective equipment on, uh, either. Um, and, and, uh, they're helping us through, but I specifically want to shout out today to the retirement home workers. Um, I seen a statistic, um, most recently that about half of all of, uh, the deaths of COVID-19, uh, in Europe, uh, and I expect it's probably true elsewhere, uh, that half those deaths have been in retirement homes. So, uh, you know, a shout out to retirement home workers who keep showing up to work um, and without often who are very minimally paid, uh, underpaid, uh, overworked, and um, who, are, who are taking care of the most vulnerable, and not just retirement home workers, people who have uh, physical disabilities and other disabilities. It's mostly just the, the very, the most vulnerable people in our society are taken care of uh, by earth angels who do not get paid enough money. Uh, but that's another story. But I wanted to give a shout out to them um, and their hard work uh, and a big, big thanks to all frontline workers and everyone who keeps showing up to work uh, during this crisis that it's hard to do normal things. It's just hard to do the simple normal things because everything is so shocking and um, uncertain. 
So, um, like I mentioned, uh, like all of the work of Strong Woman Cove, podcasts, moon kits, workshops, posts, all of that, the topic of today's show came from um, hearing from others and what I was experiencing myself. And it seems like everybody's having all the feels. I've spoken with so many folks that have had meltdowns this week. I mentioned I've had at least two that I can totally pick up. I can maybe even think of a third one if I include like a small panic attack I'll get to in a moment. But there's just so much to process and experience and live through. There's so much to fear and grieve and let go. Uh, so much uncertainty and so much stress. This is like, and stress has a real manifestation in your body. It has a real, there are physical symptoms uh, to stress. And so, you know, I wanted to um, uh, kind of unpack that for us, just just kind of uh, get our head around a lot of the, the data and the details so that we can understand these intense feelings that we're having. And, uh, you know, some days uh, or some hours, I will say, because honestly, it feels like each day is up down and sideways for me. <laughs> it's not even like, oh, I had a good day today. Like, you know, I can have a general overall good day, but I will guarantee you if we're talking about in the last four weeks, if my, in that good day, I had down times. I had serious moments of hopelessness or depression or shock or fear. Uh, because honestly, if you don't feel uh, pangs of those things from time to time, um, it must be wonderful to live, uh, in that, uh, cave that you're in. Uh, but, uh, not, not to be insulting in any kind of way, but just like, that's just a reality of the data and the, and the news and the onslaught and the conversations we have, you know, and, uh, and the restrictions upon us. Um, so some, some hours, you know, we may be feeling up very, very, you know, on the upswing and we may be feeling like rushes of gratitude and peace and of the beauty. Uh, you may be feeling fantastic and feeling sister and brotherhood of all the, the folks coming together. There's, there's some beautiful, uh, intense feelings, uh, in that way, that's the up. And then, you know, uh, within the same hour or same day, you could also feel overwhelmed, depressed, angry, frustrated, Oh, I can see in my notes here, I put overwhelmed twice. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> that's really fitting because I think it is. I think there is like the overwhelmed is just, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a term that just describes that you just can't even take it all in. So, you know, that's the up and the down. And then some days you may think you're doing fine. Uh, I certainly found that. And then wham, you're sideswiped. Um, and you know, it might be very small things or, or seemingly small things that, that, uh, sideswipe you and knock you off and make your anxiety, uh, go through the roof. Uh, it might be something simple as like, you know, a uh, dish falling off the table and crashing or, or um, you know, uh, some, someone says something to you and you're particularly sensitive because of all these feelings. Uh, so you take it uh, more personally than it was intended, or you may hear some news or some data. That's certainly what happens to me sometimes. I'll be like, you know, in my own space, doing things for Violet, you know, uh, when in most part, like, you know, we're having a good time for the most part. Um, I don't get as much work done as I'd like, and I really, really miss that. Um, but uh, for the most part, we are kind of enjoying ourselves, uh, you know, in, in small pockets. And then so I'll just be enjoying myself having a seemingly, you know, uh, focusing on the good and the positive and 
Then I'll hear some kind of statistic or uh, news article um, that uh, just makes me completely spin out uh, and, and makes fear come in. And um, uh, one such example uh, that was uh, a meltdown I had on Tuesday morning, on Monday night before I went to bed, I read an article that um, uh, we, for those of us uh, who, who don't know where I am in St. John's, Newfoundland, Canada, we are in an island in the North Atlantic, and we are dependent on um, uh, giant OceanX boats, for the most part, for a lot of our food. And so OceanX, uh, the company had decided to, um, uh, they were going to take off one of their boats, uh, so that was like a third of all of our supplies uh, was going to be slower or not coming. And uh, that, for whatever reason, um, just like sideswiped me and started a panic in me. And, you know, uh, I, I was just, I was just crying, um, Tuesday morning as I was talking to Justin, I was just like, you know, this panic of, of not having enough food and, you know, it's not a reality, uh, you know, cause our, our kitchen does have enough food, uh, right now. Um, but, uh, it was, it was a real fear. And I think it actually, it's even deeper than this current situation and, I believe it was a deep-seated fear of, of like ancestral fear of like not having enough. And, you know, I've been really connected to, uh, the, my, my lineage of women. Um, and I know they've had a really hard, they had a really hard time, uh, for, for many, many, many decades for centuries here. Uh, and you know, people literally starved to death and died of dysentery and it, it was hard, you know? So, uh, so the real ancestral fear of like not having enough food for my family just sent me into a panic. So that's the kind of things that can sideswipe you, um, or a really another thing that can sideswipe you is a realization that something is gone or finished or deferred or you know uh, uh, something that hit me last week that hit me harder than I expected was realizing that my favorite shows that are kind of my escapism won't be taping their seasons anytime soon. And perhaps they won't even continue with the show because, you know, with the six months or blah, 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 you know. Uh, so that kind of hit me hard, um, which was, you know, I, I was almost even a little embarrassed about because I was like, why does this affect me so much? But it's it's loss, right? It's, it's a grieving. Um, or maybe, oh, another, uh, the panic attack I had uh, that hit me sideways. Um, so me and, me and my little girl are out. She's got a, a new scooter. She's, we're having fun. And uh, my dog Daisy uh, takes off, uh, who's usually, she has separation anxiety, so she's usually pretty good. So she takes off um, and is not listening and not coming back, and I can't even find her. And I was like, oh my goodness, I've lost Daisy. Oh my goodness, I've lost Daisy. She's gone. I'm going to have to call Justin and tell him I've lost Daisy. That's it. I won't see her anymore. And, you know, on a, on a regular day, um, I would have been able to keep it together. Uh, and be like, okay, you know, she's going to come back. It's fine. There's no reason to panic, but you know, uh, nothing is a regular day anymore. And I guess, you know, I just didn't have the patience. I didn't have my cup filled up enough, um, because of just responding to so much stimulus and responding to so much change and uncertainty that I was like freaking out <laughs> until she came back. Uh, so that's kind of the sideswiping that I'm talking about, uh, that can like put you in a full panic mode. So raise your hand if you've had a meltdown or freak out this week. Oh yeah. I can see all the hands <laughs> being raised. Um, and I want to talk a little bit about why we're doing that. And a big reason is 
we are all experiencing trauma. I know trauma is a word that gets thrown around a lot, um, but we are experiencing, um, you know, a huge disruption. We're experiencing uh, massive stress, uh, just just huge uncertainty. Uh, the financial stresses um, everyone's feeling, even if in varying degrees, are very real. Um, let alone the role strain that we had and not being able to have our connections with our families and. You know, it's really, really weird for our governments who, uh, for the most part, are trying to uh, keep us safe to have laws in place that we can't, you know, hug hug our loved ones and can't have our, our, our dinners together and can't, you know, couldn't have um, celebrations together. It's, 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 a, it's a loss. It's a sever, severance uh, of just of normalcy. It's kind of like having, you know, some part of you cut off. So there's real trauma there. So I wanted to just kind of go through some of the trauma, some of the symptoms of trauma. So you might be able to identify it in yourself and understand why you are feeling up, down, and sideways having all the feels. So uh, these are the, some of the symptoms. Uh, you might find yourself kind of like spacing out. I, I've noticed myself that a couple times where it's just like uh, I space out and then I come back and I'm like, how long have I been spaced out for? <laughs> Things are heavy, man. <laughs> and when things are heavy, you're going to space out. So just like allow yourself that. Uh, and, and if you have children, uh, they're spacing out too. I have noticed Violet is so freaking spacey and like, just like it's so hard to focus for her sometimes. Um, you know, like the simplest things of putting her shoes on, it's like really hard for her sometimes. Um, which of course is frustrating then on the, on the parent side, but, uh, you know, if you've got loved ones, your partners, they're spacey, no one's able to focus the same. So that's another one is, um, just having trouble focusing is a symptom of trauma. Uh, quick to anger. Uh, yeah, I am so quick to anger. It's like, just like I'm quick to have uh, the, my anxiety go from zero to 60. I'm like, you know, seemingly fine. And then the smallest thing, like I'm like, uh, my blood is boiled really angry. Uh, and that is a, a, a total symptom of trauma, quick to anger, mood swings. So this is also that can be feel very confusing where you're like, I was happy just a second ago. Uh, why am I so sad right now? Or, you know, you could feel really sad and like I was having a meltdown and bawling, crying. Um, and then, you know, when I, when the cry was out of me and uh, I wiped my face and then this like euphoria <laughs> came over me and I just felt so much better. Uh, yes, I had that release. Yes. But it's, it's like literally this part of this mood swing of this, these waves were just riding and, and there's the top of the waves and then there's the swells that go under. So we're just riding out all of these waves of trauma and moods where we can feel sad and hopeless one minute. You can feel d disconnected or numb. Uh, you can feel fatigue. I'm like really tired, weirdly, not all throughout the day, but it hits me and it hits me like to the point where I could probably fall asleep if I just stayed still. So if you're feeling fatigued, that's it. Easily startled. Like I'll just be like into something and someone says my name and I'm like, oh, that's if you're feeling easily startled, that's part of the trauma that we're all experiencing. Uh, difficulty concentrating. I mentioned that racing heartbeat, physiological symptom of uh, having experienced trauma, uh, anxiety and fear, uh, and fear-based thoughts, um, you know, like me being afraid of um, uh, not having enough food, 
and trying to like look look ahead in the future, uh, trying to make projections because that's kind of where we're at now. A lot of us are just reading the news and trying to figure out where we're going so that we can prepare ourselves. And when you're an action-oriented person like me, and I know a bunch of you listening are, it can be really hard to know not what to not know what direction to go in. So, you know, we're just like spinning our wheels, waiting to go for, for uh, the direction to, to, to move us forward so that we can help feel better and, and get back to so-called some kind of new normal. But, um, you know, that, that anxiety and fear um, is real. And uh, it's, it's a natural reaction to the stimulus that we have been um, presented, the stimulus that we are processing, that we are witnessing, that we are part of. Um, depression uh, is, is experience as a symptom of trauma. And, you know, it might not be a full on depression where it lasts, you know, more than two weeks or whatever, but you can have like depressive episodes within a day. I've seen it myself. I've seen it in clients. I've seen it in, in different folks where you just kind of like almost get paralyzed for a moment. Um, it's the shock of it. It's the absorption. It's, it's how your body and your mind is coping. And I, I want to remind you that even if you are giving yourself a critique uh, that you are not coping as well as you like, first of all, ease up on yourself. Second of all, you're coping and that's huge. Okay. Cause there's so much to cope with and you're doing great. Um, and, uh, you know, other things of, of the, I wanted to mention with the experiencing trauma, feeling shame or guilt or defensiveness. Uh, these are all very natural responses to our current life circumstances. Uh, my husband said something yesterday. I thought I wrote it down because uh, I thought it was so succinct. And he said, um, I don't remember the last time I felt calm. And I thought that was so great. And because it, it was, I was like, oh, yes, exactly, exactly. And he's, he's a guy that feels, he's, he's pretty calm a lot, a lot of the time. Um, so I want to acknowledge the, all these feelings you're feeling. I want to acknowledge your meltdowns and your freakouts and your indecisiveness and your anxiety and your fear. Um, and, and just say, sister, brother, whoever is listening to this, all of your feelings are okay. And I also want to just say, maybe we are all in this together. For sure, of course we are. We're all in together. But that doesn't mean our experiences or our stresses are exactly the same. The experience of a nurse or doctor in uh, New Orleans or a retirement home worker in New Jersey or Quebec or London is not the same as a lawyer or entrepreneur working from home in Toronto or Dublin or Queensland, New Zealand. Um, the grocery store workers and all the cleaning staff are always a huge debt by society, uh, but they have different stresses, um, you know, than uh, folks who are more privileged who get to stay home. And those having to homeschool their children while working from home or those having to leave their children to go run a lab or look at chest x-rays or help run the power grid, you know, uh, these are all different experiences with different sets of stresses and stressors. Um, and you know, I just want to acknowledge that, uh, comparison is the thief of joy. And I think that, um, you know, no matter your situation, your feelings matter. Trauma is trauma is trauma and loss is loss. Stress is stress. 
um, your body barely even notices a physiological difference between just kind of the ongoing stresses in your head if in situations like this pandemic versus if you were running away from a tiger. There are so similar, so so many similarities that it you know we do not need to compare our losses. There you know we don't need to have a competition of losses or griefs to. Um, uh, to delegitimize our feelings. And I think I've done that for myself too of, you know, when I have had my meltdowns or freakouts or sad times or feeling very overwhelmed and stressed. And I, then I feel guilty. It's like, well, I'm so privileged. I get to stay home for, for the most part um, and, and be safe in my house. And uh, the most exposure I get is when I do go to the store or uh, I go take a walk and and uh, I, I felt for a, a while that I didn't have the right to, to grieve, that I didn't have the right to feel all the intense, crazy feelings I was feeling because I didn't have to face death every day. I didn't have to make the insanely hard decision to go to work and then maybe come home and put my uh, family at risk. And so I just want to say um, that there's no sense in comparing uh, our, our stresses and our losses and just to legitimize your own feelings and your feelings are your feelings. Um, and there's no use comparing yourself to others or what you think you should be feeling or doing or thinking. And there's no value in delegitimizing your feelings or your fears, uh, so that, um, you know, you, to, to, to what you think it should be. It's okay to feel whatever you are feeling. It's okay to fall apart, to cry, to be confused, to feel bad, to feel good, to feel all the feels. Uh, don't feel guilty about feeling good either. We need to remember and hold on to the good because yes, we are all in this together, but we are also individuals making decisions, making the best we can out of this situation and we can do it together. We're doing it together and we are experiencing and healing for this trauma so we can create a brand new world. And I know that can kind of seem like a big esoteric kind of idea, and it is, and I, and I, and I, and I am worried, um, you know, uh, that maybe we've put too much faith into how much change could come uh, by this large disruption, particularly when I see uh, different kinds of um, exploitative uh, um, legislation and that kind of being snuck through uh, during this time that, that exploits workers or Mother Earth or, you know, lessens environmental um, assessment rules and all this. Uh, I am, remember, a, a news junkie, so I'm constantly taking in this, this data. I am very concerned about that, but I still do believe we are fundamentally changing uh, because we, everyone, everything I just mentioned uh, about all of that trauma, no matter where you are, um, in your, in the political spectrum, in the world, and, um, you know, your list of priorities, we're all experiencing, um, major loss, major grief, major fear. Um, and you know, uh, I, I have barely even spoken of those folks who, um, are sick, if you do, if you're positive uh, to COVID, uh, with COVID right now, my heart, my love, my prayers are with you. Uh, um, let's everyone who's listening right now just send a love heart bubble to everyone who is sick, to everyone who is worried that they are sick. That's a whole other thing. I think I've thought that I've had 
COVID, I think I seriously thought about four times now where I have some kinds of symptoms um, and uh, I'm so worried and then I go to bed and then I wake up and I feel much better. So if you are experiencing that as well, where you're like literally worried that you have it, um, particularly if you are an anxious person like I am, know that you are not alone and you are not crazy. Uh, again, it is a completely natural, uh, expected uh, worry when we are given so much information about uh, c- contracting it and getting positive and all that. So I just want to give a shout out there. And I specifically just want to take a moment and uh, give a shout out to folks who have lost someone to this pandemic. Because the numbers are so high now that there's a lot of us. And I know we have a lot of listeners internationally, uh, but the lion's share of our listeners um, are in the U.S. So a big, big shout out to all of our American sisters um, uh, for what they are dealing with um, being the epicenter of the pandemic uh, with the highest numbers of anyone in the world. And my heart so, so goes out to you. Um, and the lack of, uh, uh, organization that is occurring, um, in the United States. Um, it, it's, it's mind boggling to me. And, you know, uh, as, as all the feelings I'm feeling here in, in Newfoundland, Canada, where I'm, you know, very happy with our government's response every single day, our federal government is coming out with, another program and plan to help another group of people that need help. Um, and, uh, you know, I was able to call, uh, my mortgage bank and say, listen, um, all of my workshops were canceled. My main source of income is, is, is canceled. Um, uh, people aren't allowed to group, get in groups anymore. And they're like, okay, well, deferred payments for three months. And that was because, uh, the prime minister specifically spoke to all of the Canadian banks and asked them to do that. Uh, So I'm seeing the huge, huge benefit of leadership. Uh, Don't ever let anyone tell you that it doesn't matter who who you vote for or doesn't matter who gets in. That is absolutely not true. Um, So the leadership is a really big, big piece uh, of being able to kind of feel some kind of uh, safety or or, um, peace on this. But uh, just Shout out to the American sisters, our American sisters. I have so many friends and family in the United States. I'm very worried about them. Uh, And so for you folks down there, uh, particularly with the lack of testing and uh, some other issues, if you are feeling all the things I mentioned uh, from the trauma and the fear and the quick to anger and, you know, uh, hard to focus, hard to concentrate, of course you are. Of course you are. What kind of robot or sociopath or uh, dissociated uh, individual would you have to be for this not to significantly affect you every day? So be easy on yourself. Be easy on each other. Let's remember uh, that we will not be here forever. It is important, yes, to feel the feels and to let ourselves um, feel and process in our own time and to not give ourselves shame or guilt for feeling or not feeling. And just to realize just like any other grief, if you've had someone close to you die, you understand that grief happens different for everybody. 
It happens at different levels. It happens at different times. You know, I can, I've seen so many different kinds of layers of denial uh, evaporate uh, because people just kind of like woke up. Um, I've seen, you know, different kinds of denial get more intense, uh, particularly with some of these conspiracy theories going on because people's brains just cannot compute the seriousness or the horrificness, um, of what is happening. So, you know, there's, there's many different kinds of ways to deal with, to exist with, to witness all of the different hardships, uh, frustrations, limits, fears, stressors uh, that we are going through. And uh, to ease up on uh, each other, please do not spread conspiracy theories that aren't based in fact, um, uh, you know, not that you can't talk to your friends about uh, different things, but just if there's some real danger in spreading things of people who are in denial of facts. But besides that, like let yourself feel what you feel, let yourself cry, don't judge yourself for any of the feelings that you are having because they're so natural and normal and expected and exactly what you should be doing, what you could be doing, what you are doing. It's, it's, a, it's the reality we are facing now. We are in any moment up, down, and sideways. And this is part of the trauma. This is part of the acknowledgement. This is part of, of what we need to do to be shook enough so that we do change, so that we do rise up, so that we say, you know, like, hey, um, we need to uh, close this wealth gap. Hey, we need to, tr to, to pay um, our uh, caregivers more. Hey, we need a world where we can, more people can work from home so that we can lessen um, our uh, emissions and greenhouse gases. So we are, we are dealing with a lot. There is, it, it's, uh, everything we're dealing with is fuel and, and momentum so that we can make those, those, those changes that, that need to occur. Um, a lot of people are talking about this time being like a portal. And uh, it's funny because if you listen to a couple of podcasts uh, uh, ago, uh, that was one of the things I was feeling. I was feeling big time portal energy, big time Hecate is the goddess of portals. She lives between two of the worlds, you know, and, and that's kind of where we're at now. And, you know, uh, just to remind yourself that it's okay to feel whatever the hell you are feeling. Uh, give yourself space and time. Journal. Go for a walk. Uh, limit your media. I've had to stop media before bed, uh, news before bed, because I was having so many horrible COVID dreams slash nightmares. Um, sometimes I would even like wake up where I was like standing up at, at, at my bed. I was like, oh, I was like in a panic. And I'm like, where am I going? What am I doing? You know, it's just like you don't even realize that that stress, that that the physical uh, stress that the what it causes in your body, even when you are asleep. So ease up on yourself, sister. It is exactly uh, the right thing to do for yourself now. You deserve it. You're worth it. Uh, let yourself feel all the feels. Know that up, down, and sideways is how every single one of us is feeling now, if we are letting ourselves feel at all. And know you are not alone. We are in this together and we will absolutely get through this.
And now it's time for our featured song of the show. This is uh, a song, it's Beth Orton, and it's called Oh Child. Oh Child, it's that song. Um, this is a song, Beth Orton is an amazing folk electronic uh, singer. She was big in the 90s. She used to do stuff with like the Chemical Brothers and all that. But um, this song in particular is the song that I send uh, when a friend or someone I know is going through a hard time and sometimes words just can't do much. Uh, the reality is, uh, if you're a person in this world, and particularly if you're a woman in this world, you have experienced various kinds of loss and grief and trauma. And we are often just trying to figure out how to heal, how to get past, how to let go of those uh, experiences. Uh, you know, if it's a car accident, if it's an assault, if it's uh, being fired from your job, if it's a heartbreak, if it's uh, all those things is, you know, it's, it's part of the tapestry of who we are, but it does not mean that there's not hard parts. And it doesn't mean that sometimes we literally aren't so sure how to keep moving forward or how to go through. So for me, uh, music always helps heal uh, and, and helps me move past things and process and in a way that nothing else can. So I wanted to end this show with Beth Orton's Oh Child. So you can hear it, you can listen to it, and let the song and the melody and her voice just seep in to the cells of your body, into the cockles of your heart, so that you can remember that things are going to get better. Things are going to get easier. But yeah, I know, things really can suck right now. Mad, 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 mega love to you uh, on this fine day. Uh, I hope this podcast is sending you off feeling a little bit more sane, feeling a little bit more connected, and a little less alone. And now I will let Beth, take it away. Talk to you soon. Ooh, child, things are gonna get easier. Ooh, child, things will be brighter. Ooh, child, things are gonna get easier. Ooh, child, things will get brighter
gonna get easier Ooh, child, things will be brighter Ooh, child, things are gonna get easier Ooh, things will be brighter Yeah.